A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The latest on Drew Gulak's sudden WWE departure coming up, plus lawsuits, cease and desists, and a Kiss tribute band. For Monday, May the 18th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. I've had a lot of time to think lately about my situation right now on the SmackDown roster and how uh, that match with Daniel Bryan at the Elimination Chamber in Philadelphia, like, I've had a lot of opportunities come my way. A lot more than I've had in the past, you know? And that's all you ever really hear the superstars talk about is their opportunity, their chance to become champion. Their chance to become like an intercontinental champion. Look at my position six months ago, right? I just lost the Cruiserweight Championship in 205 Live, okay? I've been drafted to SmackDown and I was trying to help people, but they treated me like I was a joke until someone got it, and that man is Daniel Bryan. He understood how much I actually care about sports entertainment, about WWE, about becoming a champion. Because even though we're from like different backgrounds, we had the same goal and the same drive. And dude, I think we had the same passion. And like, since that time, I've had so many opportunities and, you know, each time I come up short and, uh, I just, I take it on the chin and I'm not afraid to get back up. I'm not afraid to try again and train my ass off because Daniel Bryan told me straight up that I fight with blood and guts. And dude, when he said that, man, that lit a fire inside me that I hadn't seen in a long, long time. So does it hurt less? No. Does it hurt the same? No, it hurts more. It hurts more. But that's what happens. When you get knocked down, what do you do? What do you do? Come on, you say it. What do you do? You get back up. You get back up. And you keep swinging. And that's what I'm going to do. Swing, swing, swing for the fence. So this broke on Saturday night to the shock of pretty much everybody, considering how prominently he was featured on SmackDown. Drew Gulak is no longer with WWE. It was noted that Gulak was moved to the alumni section of WWE.com and the story unfolded from there. Now, there were some conflicting reports on what's happened here. So Pro Wrestling Sheet was the first to report that Gulak has been released from his contract. However, PW Insider then reported that Gulak's contract expired rather than him being released. Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer later confirmed Drew Gulak is no longer with the company and that his contract has expired. The story being reported sounds pretty ruthless actually. According to Meltzer, the two sides were working on a renewal. Gulak asked for more money, 
and WWE chose to not move forward and took the renewal offer completely off the table. Drew joined WWE in 2016, becoming part of the new 205 Live Cruiserweight division. He became a very prominent character on the show as an anti-high spot ambassador, winning the Cruiserweight belt at Stomping Grounds on June the 23rd. Uh, he lost the belt in October. He was then moved to SmackDown and didn't really do anything of any major significance. And until he, he got paired up with Daniel Bryan, who was incredibly high on Gulak backstage. The two have been a team following the Elimination Chamber match they had back in February. Bryan was incredibly impressed with Gulak's performance and a mentor-mentee relationship was founded from there. Uh, this past Friday, Gulak had wrestled Daniel Bryan in a losing effort in the Intercontinental title tournament. You heard there Drew Gulak's words after the tournament. Doesn't sound like a guy who's being let go from the company, does it? Uh, this is why this release was such a surprise. He was clearly in favour with the right people, but WWE didn't want to meet his pay demands by the sounds of it. Although Gulak is technically no longer under WWE contract, negotiations may not be over, according to Dave Meltzer. You see, while Gulak's WWE contract expired after Friday's episode of SmackDown, this isn't, quote, a dead issue. Meltzer adds that Drew Gulak is being represented by super agent to wrestling stars Barry Bloom in the negotiation. So there's a good chance that another deal could come from this. We will have to wait and see. But for now, it looks as if Gulak is off our screens on WWE television. I will make a PowerPoint presentation in his honor. My, my lawyer went to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of lawyers he deal with, but I got them yeah. Ivy League people around me, and they are pissed. Let's unpack the Leo Rush, Mark Henry situation, shall we? So there's lawsuits and countersuits being uh, mentioned that go all the way back to comments made last year. So start earlier this week where Leo Rush fired off a barrage of tweets attacking Mark Henry. He was addressing some of the comments that he'd made about him on Busted Open Radio last year. So those comments were that Mark Henry uh, said that he talked WWE out of firing Leo Rush last year when he got heat backstage. He also said he tried to help Rush navigate things in WWE. Rush disagreed with this. He went on to tweet, This is why African-American talent on the biggest platform will continue to not have equal opportunity because people like you constantly tear your own people down. A damn shame, honestly. Mark Henry told TMZ he's upset with Leo Rush over these comments and he's claimed he's considering a defamation suit against him. Uh, in his talk with TMZ, uh, Mark Henry said that he's helped around 80% of the estimated 25 current performance centre trainees of colour to get where they are. He chalked up Rush's comments as of late uh, to just promoting his album. Uh, he said that his lawyers aren't happy and they'd like to sue Rush, but Henry didn't come off as if it was something that was being considered seriously. But even so, you're putting it out into the world, aren't you? Uh, Rush fired back on Twitter after this interview with TMZ went live, and he said... Uh, to, he said, can I just do the same for you for publicly defaming me, my name on national radio? Come on, man. You're going out sad. You deserve to be remembered for the greatest heel turn ever, not for threatening to sue a 25-year-old in the middle of a pandemic. Mark Henry responded with, just own it and move on. This is the last time we communicate unless it's for an apology. And by the way, you're welcome for me asking the company not to fire you a year ago. Tell your fans. 
Leo Rush responded with, Listen, Mark, you went on your worldwide podcast with your 1.3 million followers and called me a liar, defaming my name. It is clear that you're chasing clout. You told on yourself in that TMZ video. This is sad. And by the way, Mark Henry, if you saved my job back then, thanks. You were my first wrestling toy back in the day. Luckily, it didn't talk. One more thing, if you don't mind. Good for you for getting that 80% hired. I wasn't one of them, though, so I owe you nothing. You weren't signing my checks, nor did I work for you. I don't even know you. Stop being weird. I was taught not to talk to strangers. Now, this isn't the first time Leo Rush has had stories about backstage heat surrounding his name. It wasn't long after beginning his first run with WWE, he made an ill-timed comment after Emma was released from her WWE contract. While speaking to Gary Cassidy of Sports Kida, Rush discussed the potential of any heat with NXT boss Triple H. And Rush said, I don't know if it ended on good terms or not because I feel like me and Hunter clashed heads a lot. We were always in disagreement as far as what the plan was for me and how he saw me as a character or how he saw me as an asset to the brand. I feel like we were just always disagreeing all the time and it sucked because Triple H, obviously I looked up to him when I was a kid. Uh, we saw on Twitter recently, we talked about it on the podcast, how uh, Leo Rush had a mask made uh, that depicted a moth because he is the moth, the man of the hour. So there was a mask that was made that made that kind of had a moth style to it and he wanted to wear it for his matches and Triple H shot it down and said no. No, that you're not going to wear it for one of your matches. Uh, so consequently, uh, there was in instances like that that I think may shed some doubt on the, the 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 good name or not that Leo Rush is leaving WWE with. From lawsuits to cease and desists, an ex-WWE tag team now has a new name. And it's a new, new name, or it's a new old name. The team formerly known as The Revival, then known as The Revolt, uh, are, have a have had received a cease and desist for the term The Revolt, which seemed to be their new name. However, they are now simply known as FTR. So the cease and desist came from Caleb Conley and Zane Riley, a tag team known as The Revolt. They've been competing as The Revolt for about five years now. The response on behalf of Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood to the cease and desist from Conley and Riley stated that the duo never intended to use The Revolt as their team name, confirming it was just going to be FTR going forward. FTR, aka Fear the Revolt, is, according to their representative, a commentary on our client's departure from the WWE. They revolted against the establishment. In this instance, the word revolt clearly has a descriptive meaning and may be freely used by our clients or anyone else in the wrestling business. Street Profits and the Viking Raiders Sports World Tour continues on Raw tonight. There is going to be axe throwing uh, between the two tag teams. This is following their basketball game last Monday. I'm, I hoped they would get to axe throwing and my dreams have very much come true. Uh, also tonight, the Iconics are challenging for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Edge is going to confront Randy Orton and answer the challenge to a wrestling match. Drew McIntyre is facing Baron Corbin from SmackDown as part of the new brand-to-brand -brand invitation rule. 
Uh, speaking of which, WWE has added an extra rule to the brand-to-brand invitation. The new rule is that WWE has added to... The new rule that WWE has added to, rather, is that each star has a limit of four appearances on a brand that isn't their own. That means Charlotte Flair has already used one of her allocated four appearances. And next week, when she faces Bailey, she'll have used two of them, which means she only has two more. Now, this could potentially be used as a plot device. If you have, say, Andrade lose the US title to a SmackDown star, they only have a finite number of tries to get it back before the portal shuts, proverbially. To me, that would be a great way to use it. I mean, I I very much doubt they will use it that way, but it would still be a great way to use it. AEW announced today that Luchasaurus will be taking part in the Casino Ladder Match. He is the eighth participant confirmed. He joins Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, and Frankie Kazarian. There's only one more left to be announced for this match. If you're not aware of the rules already, instead of it being a sort of free-for-all, it's kind of like a gauntlet ladder match, starting with two guys in the ring, then a new participant added every 90 seconds. Uh, the casino chip that is hanging above the ring can be grabbed at any time so the stip is that the match could end before all the wrestlers have entered the winner of the casino ladder match will be able to cash that chip for a future aew world championship match i'm hoping this will lead to someone like luchasaurus carrying around a massive casino chip with them for the entire year WWE Hall of Famer Devon dudley one half of one of the most successful tag teams in wrestling history has announced he's officially retired from in-ring physicality. So he had previously said that he'd retired from full-time competition, but said if the storyline was right, he would make a return. But he has now very much drawn a line in the sand. During his latest episode of Table Talk, the podcast, Devon said that even though I was a little frustrated about not continuing to wrestle for that one more year that I wanted, I'm extremely happy now being a producer and not wrestling. I've officially hung it up. I am done, except for different appearances that may want me to do something on the show, but no more wrestling. Despite being a tag team guy, Devon has had a handful of runs as a singles competitor as well. He was Reverend Devon in WWE in 2002, a character that is famous for being the introduction for Dave Batista. He's also feuded with Bubba Ray when he was part of TNA Wrestling. That's where Devon would become a TV champion, the, the only major singles belt he would ever hold that he'd hold it for 192 days as well before it was defunct. However, Devon would always be considered a Dudley boy. He closed his announcement by saying, I've had 15 minutes of fame and it's been a good ride. I think Bubba said it best during our Hall of Fame speech. We did it our way. We went out there and we conquered. We will always be put in with some of the best and arguably some people will say we were the best. I'm just happy that when you do mention tag teams, the Dudley boy's name comes up. Tony Schiavone, this is right up your alley. God of Thunder from Kiss, this incredible entrance. The demon is on his way to the ring. Of course, we recall back last year when Gene Simmons of Kiss ushered in the demon as part of WCW, and the man still without his ring attire is coming to the ring after screaming Norman, and they're going at it. And finally, isn't it lovely to be talking about Kiss? and wrestling again <laughs> but not nothing to do with the kiss demon this time i promise uh, we're all finding ways to pass the time in isolation aren't we chris jericho has turned to music 
and he has formed Quarantine, with a K, which is a KISS cover band, where all the parts are played in isolation and then all mixed together. PJ Farley on bass, Joe McGuinness on guitars, Kent Slutcher on drums, and of course, Chris Jericho on vocals. That will do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Monday. At Cultaholic.com right now, John Moxley reveals which WWE producers helped him the most during his time in the company. On the Cultaholic Twitch channel tonight, I am going to be playing the football manager of wrestling games, TEW 2020. Just landed on Friday, so I'm going to be ruining some wrestling live on Twitch at 8pm BST. And on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, step back in time as we rank every single Starcade event from worst to best. I don't think I know an event with such a wild variation of outstanding to abysmal. You can check out our countdown right now at youtube.com forward slash cultaholic. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 